Yes, people, it's episode 319 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, how you doing? Are you well? I'm not well. I've, I've, um, I've, I threw up today. I threw up today. I'm not sure if I've caught a bug of my nasty toddler, because that's what they do. They're so disease-ridden. These beautiful, cute little bundles of love and joy. It's so filthy and disease-ridden. They're riddled with disease. New diseases, because they do things that we as adults wouldn't even dream of doing. Like just sitting on the floor with your hand just palm down on the floor. And then just licking your hand. You know? Now, why have you done that? Keep your hand out your mouth. No. And you try to pull their hand out their mouth and then it's like it's World War Three. They're it's just like, oh my god. You have to gamify everything. Okay, let's play a game of washing our hands. Okay. <laughs> but sometimes it's like, no, that's that's a dirty nappy. Don't. Qu- oh my god, your hand is covered in your own shit. Someone's getting a disease. Hello, I'm in the car. If you didn't know. Um, yeah. So it's 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 crazy. So I feel like I've either caught some off a, or I've. I have been, uh, I've, I've, I've been slanderous of my daughter and I've actually just been ill from something else. Which to be fair, I wasn't ill at any part of the day until I ate some fish and chips when I went to my mom's. And, uh, oh my God, just throughout the day, it's got worse and worse and worse. And I went to record the pod with the guys, Late Nights on Wet Wipes, go check it out if you haven't. And I was just like, I got there, Mike was like, are you right, mate? Are you not up for it today? I was like, oh, is that what it looks like? No, no, no. I'm just, I feel dreadful. I feel dreadful. So you're going to see these episodes come out and you have to try and spot which ones because our record time is a bit different to our release time. You try and spot which ones where I look like I, oh, I think I've, I've got a good poker face. But one of these episodes, I have vomited literally five minutes before the episode. In the toilet, mind you, not just in the corner of the studio and forced the rest of the guys just to carry on. Some form of, I don't know, regurgitary abuse of your friends. No, that's not what happened. So, um, yeah, I was, um, I was all over the place. But, yes, yeah, so that's been today. And I'm just outside the house now after recording on a Monday. The pod's late and um, ready to go in. I'm going to sleep downstairs because I think I'm fine. I feel totally fine now. Well, I say totally fine. I feel still a bit, but nothing like i did earlier um i sleep downstairs because there's one thing being ill there's another thing being ill and having like literally no immune system like a baby there's nothing being ill and uh having to breastfeed i imagine that must be terrible so i'm not making any of them ill daughter however she can take whatever i have (laughs) she got it from i got it from her I, i don't know if i got it from her but that's a just we'll see. I'm just I felt so bad on the training. I was like, I'm I'm falling apart here. I'm, I'm getting all hot, I'm sweaty, I'm like I don't know what I've got. And I was like, I need a poo, need a poo. It's too much information, guys, but it's tough. We're here. So I need a poo, need a doo doo, I need to get it out. Um but nope, it's not coming that end. It's like I'm getting these throw up. Crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. But um we'll see. We'll see how I am. Next few weeks, I'll let you know. But go um, one place I will be. Hell or high water will be at Top Secret on Thursday. Um, Top Secret on Thursday, 
work in progress show please come along if you haven't seen the show yet uh, we're trying to work some stuff out in it and um i think the show's in a in better place than it was before uh Zavi was born it's in a better place now i said we've ironed out some kinks in there so now it's just finding those just do little, those, those, those little jokes here and there where you just little tag on just little you know it's the fun well, you say something over and over again, and you don't think of another way of saying it, and then one show you just blur out your mouth, just uh, just little add-on, and the crowd just goes nuts. You're like, shit, that was always there. Easy, 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 easy. Say that going forward every time you tell the joke. So that's all we're doing right now. That's all we're doing right now. So yeah, we'll see. Let's see how it goes. Um, but yeah, what's going on in the week? Um, Dalai Lama telling little boys to suck his tongue. There's one person I didn't think was going to be cancelled in 2023. It was probably the Dalai Lama. <laughs> you know, or maybe someone's going to go back and find an old letter that Mother Teresa wrote. You know, where she called like homosexuals queers. Ignoring the context, probably said, God loves the straight and the queers and then I was like this bitch <laughs> cancel her it's just like no she she was spreading some message of love she just used the words of the time it's like that was never an acceptable word get rid of her I mean I thought you know that's I thought that was more likely the Dalai Lama like almost goes around just smiling speaking quietly just chilling in Tibet. Like, how are you finding time to do wild shit? Like, telling little boys to suck your tongue. Brother. Like, just do your job in it. <laughs> Stick to the script. Do not have a PR team? Because this is the thing. You see royal family members. Like, why are they so stiff? So they don't do anything wrong. That's why. Yeah, it's one thing getting loose and just saying something that you think is a little bit funny when you're a comedian. But when you're like royalty, every conversation is high stakes. Yeah. Like they've got that they've got a dinner coming up again soon, haven't they? Where they invite all the MBEs and charity workers and stuff. Listen, no black people won't be allowed to that again after Ngozi Fulani. They don't let any black people back in that. It's like it's this. Rather than us do any kind of sensitivity training, what we need to do is just not invite them. <laughs> Who's them, Mom? Um, uh, no, I've learned. No, not saying it this time. No, we'll just see the invite list and we'll see who's there and who's not. That's what it's gonna be. No black people, unless they like work on like right wing media, then there'll be a safe black. They're like, I can literally say whatever I want to you. You'll just say free speech, won't you? Blah, 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 blah. So, um, yeah, be good. It'll be all good. Um, anyway, what am I talking about? What, what is, what is going, so that's going on in the world, Dalai Lama. Yeah, so if you don't know of um, what's happened there, what's happened is he was... I When I first saw the headline, so Dalai Lama apologises or regrets telling a little boy to suck his tongue. I was like, uh, that headline is wild. Um, and I thought, let me seek some context. And then I'm like, he said he regrets it. So that means he's done it. 
So, I mean, the context is, I'm not sure what added context is going to really change much, but let me hear the context. Let me hear the context. So, context being, he has a boy coming, did he go to visit the boy? Visit, like, he went to visit, so he was doing a public visit, or he was doing some kind of, um, someone's come to his, I don't know, where does Dalai Lama live? In a, in a castle? I don't know what he lives in. Where's the Dalai Lama living? It's not a house. Imagine, just like a three bed semi with a garage. So, <laughs> I don't know what they look like, like in Tibet. Imagine like some kind of yurt. An upmarket tent with maybe a flushing toilet. He's the Dalai Lama. He wouldn't mind pooing in a hole, would he? I don't know. What does the Dalai Lama live in? Let's speculate. Since it's some fucking teched out, teched out apartment in downtown Tibet High Street. I don't know what Tibet even looks like. I think it's snowy and not quite Chinese. I don't know who I'm offending. I don't know if this pod is picked up in Tibet. I'm sorry. Don't make me suck the Dalai Lama's tongue. Leave me alone. I don't want to smoke. All right. Um, but yeah, what I don't know what the Dalai Lama lives in, man. Um, yeah, I assume he's he, he eats berries and forages. But this guy might have a fucking Lamborghini for all I know. And he's like, yeah, peace and light. <laughs> Hey, you guys keep the good fight. Believe in yourselves. <laughs> Dalai Lama's there watching Andrew Tate videos and he makes some good points. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the Dalai Lama's on. Well, I didn't think he was on saying little boys to suck his tongue. So he was at some kind of public appearance and little boy asked for a hug, I think, and he was like, yeah, but you first got to kiss me here and kiss him on the cheek. From that point on, really, it's a downward spiral. It's a downward slope, you know? If anyone asks you for something and you have as a bargain chip, you have to kiss me, um, you're like one of those proper 1950s rapists. The ones who talk like this and what the woman needs is a stiff slap. She's, she's hysterical, you see? Listen, doll face, sugar tits. Come here, give me a kiss. What do you mean you don't want to give me a kiss? Calm down. Slap. Now give me a kiss. Listen. Ten no's and a yes is a yes. You know, he's from that era. <laughs> he's from that era with that behaviour. That's one thing to a woman. To a kid. Come on, bruv. Not even the 1980 Santa Clauses in the grottos in, in supermarkets and shopping centres up and down England was going on like that. They knew that the limitation was sit on my lap. They weren't pulling the beard down and going, come on, give us a kiss. Chill out, bro. Now that that's a cultural thing. Give me a kiss first. Give me a kiss on the cheek. All right. Bit odd for me. Maybe that's my Western bias. Maybe that's my Jamaicanness. Maybe there's some latent homophobia there. That these two guys, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Because if it was a little girl and a man, he goes, "Give me a kiss in the cheek." I'm like, "What the fuck's wrong with you, mate?" So hey, maybe I gave myself too much of a hard time there saying about latent homophobia. 
I don't think it's that at all. Because if it was a girl, I'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Maybe it's just an objection to, like, you know, pedo shit. So, the kiss on the cheek. That's bad enough. Maybe it can pass. Who knows? I'm not happy with it, but it can pass. Maybe. It's borderline. It's right. It's on the wrong side of the borderline. But I'll I'll say it's borderline. Maybe. I don't know. Then he tells the boy he kissed me on the lips. Everyone laughs. The boy kisses him on the lips. He acquiesces. Of course he does. He's a little boy. This is the Dalai Lama. Everyone's like, oh, this is so funny. No, it's not. We're all laughing and watching pedo shit. Someone stop this. Someone, please, think of the children. Then they put their heads together. And then he says, suck my tongue. Puts his tongue, says, suck my tongue. Puts his tongue out. The little boy puts his tongue out and then moves away. And they, they all laugh. Now, apparently in Tibet, um, putting your tongue out is a form of greeting. In some parts of Tibet. To me, that sounds like a loose researcher who's just like, I don't know what Tibet's on. So I'm just covering my back here by saying it might be okay. There's a little footnote at the end. I don't feel like they've researched that at all. Like, I haven't researched it. And then they'll kill, and he goes, yeah. So then a few months later, he's now going, oh, I regret doing that. What do you mean? What do you mean? That would only be allowed in an informal setting with another adult who you're proper mates with. Something silly like that. Suck my tongue. I think I might have said that to my wife. Bantering. Don't think I've said that to anyone else. Certainly not little boys. Fucking hell. So yeah, that's mad. That is very, very mad. Um, but like, does the Dalai, can the Dalai Lama get sacked? I don't know. Does Can he step down? Does he wheel out the lectern and have a little emblem be like, does he have a PR team? He must have a proper PR office. I think that's the ones who said he regrets it. Flipping mad. Like, do what? It's one of those ones that it's not even a storm in a teacup. It's, um, it's, it's a cup of tea outside the teacup. Does that metaphor work? Storm in a teacup is a big issue in a small area, right? But this is an issue outside of the area is, is happening. I don't imagine everyone in Tibet gives a fuck. <laughs> Where all of us outside Tibet is like, oh, hey, you're nuts. And he's like, peace and love. And we're like, you what? The rest of Tibet are like, yeah. That is crazy. What is like, Dalai Lama, that's, that's a title, right? That's not his name. That's a title. Like, what is his real name? Like, Steve Johnson. Dalai... Yeah, 14th Dalai Lama. He's the 14th. His name is... Um... Yeah, it's, it's, it's all mad. Um... Yeah, because the boy asked for a hug. Yeah, man. He says, no, give me a kiss. He's 87 years old. His name is... Jetson. Jetson Jamfo... Guangwang Lobsang Yesh Tenzing Yatso, also known as Tenzing Yatso Ni Lemo Thondop, and is known in the Tibetan people as Gualya Rinpoche, is the current Dalai Lama, also the highest spiritual leader and the head of the country of Tibet since 1940. He's considered a living Bodhisattva. 
specifically an emanation of Avalokitesvara in Sanskrit and Chirzradzing in Tibetan. You see, you're learning stuff every day. So this guy's been to Dalai Lama since 1940. That is 83 years ago. And my man is how old? How old is he? He's, what, he's been a Dalai Lama since he was four. Since 1940, yeah, and he's born in 1935. What the fuck are you talking about? How did the four-year-old get in power? The country's a mess, isn't it? It's just like, who, who could lead us out of this mess? This child. That is... So, Lama Fondop was born in 6th of July, 1935, to a farming and horse trader family in a small hamlet in Takstar in Chang or Chang in the edge of the traditional Tibetan region. He is one of seven siblings to survive childhood and one of the three supposed reincarnated Rinpoches in the same family's eldest sister, Tenshin Dolma, was 16 years his senior and was midwife to his mother at his birth, Mad. She would accompany him into exile and found Tibetan children's villages. His eldest brother, Phupten Jingman Number Wazdi, not Dalai Lama, was recognised at the age of three by the 13th Dalai Lama as the reincarnation of the High Lama, the sixth and his fifth brother. Oh, Jesus Christ, where am I? Um, so there he is, the Dalai Lama as a child. After the demise of the 13th Dalai Lama in 1935, the Ordinance of Lama Temple Management was published. Right, so he became the Dalai Lama just you know, through some... So let's say Article 7, like... Jesus, I don't know what's going on, but listen, my man became the Dalai Lama when he was four years old. No wonder he thinks it's okay to tell people to suck their tongue. This guy's had no training. <laughs> No, listen, I don't know what's going on here. I need to read up more. This is very interesting. Like, I just didn't know. So, yeah, the, Dal the Dalai Lama is... Yeah, I knew it was a title. But I just didn't know he had it when he was four. That's mad. That's, that is mad. He lives in India. You what? Why is he not living in Tibet? Is he exiled from Tibet? I don't know. Darren, don't do this on the pod. The pod is going so well. Um. Yeah, yeah yes, because Tibet was independent until like 1951, right? Something like that. And then China went, no blood, the souls. Just annexed it. Said, no blood. Um. Because, yeah, I don't know, I just, <laughs> I don't know, I just think it's funny that people from <laughs> China have probably access. No, blood, Tibet's ours, man. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's annexed it. And people in Tibet are like, no, we're not a part of yous. Anyway, so. What am I talking about? Yes, sucking tongues, cancelled Dalai Lama. I think that's what I was saying. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll say that. Fucking mental. Uh, what else has gone on in the world? Um, 
because I doubt that's trending. Um, what is going on? Plastic wet wipes banned. Oh, we've got seven, seven notifications, five notifications. That name's familiar. I'm not sure who that is, but I'll give them a follow back because that name sounds mad familiar. Um, show this thread. What is going on in this thread? Okay, that's fine. Um, right, 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 right. I do like that little thread here. Let me give this person a follow back because she was really funny. Shout out, um, Sharon Wanjohi. Um, just really funny. Just a young comic. Um, coming up. I'm talking like I'm an old man. I'm not an old man in the comedy game. I'm young myself. I'm just a bit ahead of her when it comes to coming up. But yeah, I, I don't like. I like uh, shouting out the young comics, man. Thought she was. Um, thought she was funny. Thought she was funny. So let me follow you back. I don't know who you are, but anyway. What did I come here for? I came here to see what was going on in the world. Uh, Rise by Sexual Warrior. What on earth is that trending? Big capital letters. It means look no further. Warrior Nun is an incredible, well written show. Okay, it's Warrior Nun. So it's a new show. I haven't watched it, so I can't comment on it. Um, okay, I mean, I think, I think we've done it. I think we're done here trying to find trending topics. Succession's trending. Um, Dino. Chip. John Terry. Uh, no. Alright. I can't find anything else. I'm pretty sure there's something else that's happening in the week. But I can't remember. Here's a picture of Halle Berry naked on the balcony. Lovely. Anyway. Let's see. Uh, what is going on? I almost read out. Um, <laughs> I was read out a message from my wife on the pod. Um, it wouldn't have exposed anything, but it's just funny. It's just would have been completely out of context. Just an autopilot to the full anchor man. Anyway, 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 anyway. We're 22 minutes in. Cool. I think we can get on to some dear, dear dream. Um, let's do some topics you want. Hey guys, listeners, if there's any world issues you want to hear my opinion on, my educated opinion. You heard how educated I was on the Dalai Lama in Tibet. Yeah, I taught you some stuff you didn't even know. That Chinese people sound like Brummies and people from Tibet sound like they're from Wolverhampton. You didn't know that. But that's that's how they sound. If you spoke Chinese, you'd know this. But not everyone speaks Chinese like I do. I'm I'm not gonna speak any Chinese on the pod, I ain't trying to offend anyone. But why would I offend anyone? I'm so fluent in, in Mandarin and Cantonese. And other Chinese languages. <laughs> All of them. Um, Alright, let's get on some dear, dear, dear. Oh, yeah. Sex stress. I'm still a virgin at 36, but the thought of changing that absolutely terrifies me. Are you a man or a wall man? I'm probably the oldest virgin who has ever written to you, but at 36, I have not got a chance to change all that. You've got to be a bloke. And the thought of it absolutely terrifies me. I've been single for a long time. I'm female. I have had boyfriends before. But I always told them that I didn't believe in sex before marriage. And now you're not married. So um, the truth is I never fancied these guys that much. Maybe you're asexual. 
After seven years alone, I've met a lovely guy at work. He's 40 and I'm a maintenance guy. I'm a school secretary. He's divorced and he's great. He's fun without being too loud or pushy. We hit it off from the start. He's keen to move our relationship into a sexual one, but I've told him I'm just not ready for that. Truth is, he's the first man I've met I'd readily like to bed, but I'm scared. I don't know what to do. So what you need to do, you need to tell him. You need to tell this man. And there's two things going to happen. He's either he really likes you, and he's, and he's going to be like, oh, really? Like, yeah. And uh, and he might be one of those weirdos who he's like, oh my God, I've hit the jackpot here. A virgin, no one's touched her. Mm. Or he might be like me, who whenever I spoke to anyone who's a virgin, I was like, oh, you virgin? <laughs> yeah. Even I was a virgin. I was like, oh, you virgin? I don't want to talk to any virgins. But I also was a teenager. I had that full Madonna whore complex that if you'd slept with more than one person, you whore! Slept with less than one person. Ugh, you virgin. More than one person. Oh! And then depending on who that one person you slept with, obviously, yeah, it don't matter. Or, oh! Because, you know, he's just... You're a teenager. You can't... You can't... <laughs> you can't regulate your emotions. And as I got older, I remember I got to uni, there's some girls I spoke to, and they're like, no, I've never done it before. I'm like, that... That does not appeal to me. No, no, no. I'll let some other nutcase do this. Um, yeah, it's not for me. Not for me, mate. No. Um, so he might be that guy. Or he might we might be like, a, hopefully a normal, well-adjusted... No, I say normal. A well-adjusted, balanced guy. He's like, okay, well, we'll take it slow. Or we'll try to make it easy for you. What, what would put you at ease? He might, you know, he might be just really understanding. So we might be like, that's fucking weird, that. That's fucking weird. You know, he, he, might, he might have a really small penis. And he might be down the pub where I've met this bird, but I'm scared to show him a really small penis. And was like, mate, come on, she's probably not seen any penises before. She's probably a virgin. And they're like, you what? At 36? A virgin? Shut up, mate. He said, you never know. You never know. You might have hit the jackpot here. So when you say, I'm a virgin, he's like, oh, what? You're joking. You're, you're going to feel shame because he's going to sound so excited and forceful. You're joking. And she's like, oh, oh, um, uh, uh, he's like, amazing. <laughs> See, and it might work out. Either way, you got to tell the truth because he can't go in there thinking you, you're 36. Let's say you lost your virginity at a modest 19, not even at 18. 16 is legal, but it's a modern 19. Uh, I mean, uh, a not modern, what does it say? Modest, a modest 19. You can't let this man start having sex with you thinking this is 17 years in of career sex. 36-year-old, she knows what she wants. You can't let this man come in like that, on that energy. 36, that's when you start, you're like, do what, fuck it, I know what I like, choke me, innit? You know what I mean? So he's there going on the bully boy thing. And you're like, this is literally untouched earth here. Relax. You know what I mean? He's giving you the porn star sex. You can't have that your first time. 
women who haven't had sex for like a year, they've had sex in their sex career and they've taken like a hiatus. You can't go on the porn star team with them. Let alone a woman who has never had sex. Oh, you need to tell him. You need to tell him. Otherwise, you're going to have sex with this man, but I never want to do that again. I know I know a few girls who've had very nice first-time experiences. When I spoke to them, I was like, oh, what was your first time? Cause, you know, all the stereotypes and all the movies you watch, it's like the girl's first time is just terrible. The guy's like shoved it, tried to shove it in a bum. Then he's actually having sex with like between her legs and like, actually a vagina. And then he came in three seconds and it's on a new skirt that she wore to her friend's party. You know what I mean? It's like all this madness. Like There's, there's always some weird story. But there's a few guys I've spoken to, just like, no, nah, she had really nice. I liked him a lot. I was on holiday. He was really nice to me and it was a nice experience. You know what I mean? He was really gentle, but you know, reassured. They, they, they've got a nice experience. Like every girl's got a crazy experience. And maybe that's what you need to get out of your head. That it's going to be a mad one. It might be a nice experience. And if it's the guy, this is the first guy that's made you feel like that, then just, just go with it. Just don't mess it up by not telling him. That's what I want to say. Because if he doesn't want it, then he weren't the guy for you. That's what I'm going to say. All right? Um, Baby Shock. I'm angry my daughter is getting pregnant at 23. I wanted her to live her life first. I am so cross with my daughter getting pregnant at 23 because she knows how tough it was for me when I got pregnant at 19. Well, she waits four years later than you, yeah? So don't you judge her. Okay. Because, wait, that makes you 42? That's, yeah, 42-year-old grandmother. I've always warned her to wait until she was older, wiser, settled in a good relationship before thinking about having a child. She hasn't listened to a word I said. I've been for a scan with her. She hasn't decided whether or not to go through the pregnancy. I'm I'm a single mum of 42. I also have a son who is 19. Their dad moved abroad years ago. So how old's your daughter? 23, 19, okay. Uh, my daughter's boyfriend is 26. He's, I've met him once. She texted me to say she was pregnant. I think she was scared to tell me to my face. She's good. She's got a good job managing the hairdressing salon. That will still be waiting for her when she finishes. She says she hasn't decided what to do. And while I know it's her decision, I'll be disappointed if she has a termination. Okay. Nice conflicting things there. You've lambasted her for getting pregnant. And then if she was to become unpregnant, you would also lambast her. So maybe don't lambast her for getting pregnant. Um, and then that might make her not terminate. Maybe that's just a that's just a thought, you know. That that might help her make the decision that's right for you. Don't worry what's right for her, but what's right for you. She might make the decision that's right for you. But either way, um, let's carry on. Um, It'll be it'll be difficult financially for us though. Why for us? You ain't had a kid. Um, I work in a hotel kitchen, so the money isn't great. Her boyfriend says he'll stand by her, but I wanted her to live her life first, not get stuck with kids, as I did. I hear that. Um, so here's the thing: the whole stuck with kids and that whole perspective of having kids early is. I think I've seen 
it's 50 50 i can't say the actual stats but i've seen people who've had kids early and their life just looks a bit shit and boring and just narrow you know they ain't left their hometown uh they've just been lumbered with that kid because the dad's not really in the picture or if the dad's in the picture he's in and out of the picture kind of thing and they you know they've missed out on opportunities so they live and be young and be in their 20s and by the time they get to like 30 or they're just a mum that's it that's that's the idea mum i'm a mum i might go for a little drink in the local bar they used to be like the hot one at school. You say, oh, I used to fancy you at school. And they're like, oh, shut up. And they just start talking about their ex. <laughs> you know I mean? They've lost all self-esteem, self-confidence, self-identity. It's just not there. It's all a shaggery. It's messed up. Then you get the ones who just like, yeah, my kid's young. I've got my kids young. Um dad's a bit of a dickhead but you know whatever you know he, he's he's a good dad when he tries you know they might just they get on with it like my mum helps me out and yeah do what it weren't great getting pregnant young but you know what now i've got my kid i wouldn't change the world wouldn't change for the world and you know mum's then becomes on board and he's like do what my friends my friend's 25th i'm gonna go out for, they're going on the holiday for a weekend He's two years old, can look after him for a week. And then they still live their life and they still just crack on with their job and they find an employer who's similar to them who's got a kid and like, yeah, do you know what? When you need to shoot off to pick up, you, you can do that. You know what? You can just bring them here and then they can just sit in the back. If they just, you know what I mean? They end up finding someone who just is, is sympathetic to their situation. And their life is just all right. It's fine. And then guess what? Because they had their kid young, they get to like 40 and they just have that second lease of life because their kids are all like 20 now. And it's like, boy, I have to look after these bastards. They're off at uni. Let me go live my life now. I'm going traveling. Three months. Fuck it. They've still kept plugged into the world. They're still, insert name here. You know what I mean? They're still her. They're just her with a kid now. And I think that's what's happening here. You as a mum, you you probably just gave it all up. It's like, I'm mum. I've been lumbered here with two kids. This bastard's gone abroad. He's living his life. I'm just mum. I don't want that for her. And it doesn't have to be like that for her. Granted, you're going to have to step up and to help out so she can have that support system and still be a young woman. But, yeah, man. It's not all doom and gloom. I'm not going to go into the whole what it's like to try and have kids later on in life. So pregnancy is never at the right time i can't say it's always a blessing because there are some circumstances where getting pregnant is fucking mental for someone right but um yeah it's um but i think this this isn't the worst case scenario is it it's not the worst case so try to embrace it is what i say try to embrace it and if she does decide to terminate then Again, you've got to support her because you would have been put in the... Pre- I've heard women have a termination because they felt like that's what their mum wanted them to do, their parents wanted them to do, but then deep down that isn't really what they wanted to do. But the, their parents create such a doom and gloom scenario that it's like, fuck it, I'm going to be on my own. I, I can't do this. Whereas if the parents go, I'm so annoyed, so irresponsible for you to get pregnant this early, what are you going to do? There's a market, I'm going to have to help you out then. 
that, that that's that little line even though you sound really annoyed that you the kids heard you say oh I guess i'm going to help you out then it's like oh, actually do you know what? maybe i can do this i think i'll be telling my kids listen play stupid games win stupid prizes you you're, you're going to be a parent now you got to take, you got to step up i'm annoyed but this is your responsibility now it's what you got to do you've got to work it out i'll try to help you where i can not financially <laughs> now nah, i'm not gonna see my grandkids going through a madness but it's the thing of hey uh, touch wood this doesn't happen they have kids at a timely manner whenever that is but it's the thing of yeah you you've got to step up that's where you set the challenge set the bar high let them meet that in it um whoa dear deirdre i can't shake images of my fiance having sex with her ex it's invaded our life now where was this image is it on her phone is it on his phone is it on the internet because i know not a chance that is seared into the fucking brain the thing about how bad it is when you meet like your current person's ex and you're like i don't even like the fact that you two even liked each other <laughs> and now you want to have reverse cowgirl man's meat just in out full hd 4k hd in your life in your brain i'm smashing up everyone's phone i'm kicking off the fiber optic box off the side of no one's looking at this ever again give me a phone smash what are you doing it's my f- shut up everyone <laughs> i mean if i see this in a restaurant the table's getting flipped shut up we're calling the police fuck off call the police myself come dickheads smashing everything up the moment you close your eyes you just calm down you close your eyes you just hit tick-a, 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 oh. you just start no there's nothing you can do because she ain't done nothing. She's like, I had sex with my ex when I was with them. I don't know why you've seen this image. So I need to know why the circumstances. That's the first thing is you have to deal with your guttural, um, raw human response. You've got to manage that first. But that might be all, um, you know, diluted or exasperated by the circumstances you saw it. If it was on a reckless one, you know, like she's in the WhatsApp group going, oh, look what I just found, girls. <laughs> oh, man, he used to stretch me out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then it's just like everyone's phone's getting broken. I'm headbutting windscreens. Everyone's car on the road. They're waking up the next morning, just car along. Me just bleeding from the forehead. I'm, I'm losing it. Um, but if it's one of those weird ones where it's just like... I don't know. I don't even know how you find on the ways on like an old USB, the deep, deep, deep in boxes that is clearly being forgotten. Like it doesn't look like it. You know, you can tell where something's been placed specially, and where something's just been forgotten. Like I've got some USBs. I don't know what's on them. I don't mean I'm pretty sure there's nothing sexual on them, but I mean I don't know what's on them. Might be uni work. Might be. I don't know. I have any idea. And I've got like a blue see-through one that I had at uni. And I think I've seen it occasionally when I've looked through certain boxes. I don't really know what's in it. Right? So it could be that. 
let's find out. Dear Deirdre, I can't get an image of my fiance having sex with her ex out of my head. I might be engaged to her, but he is always hovering in the wings. Right, he's still about. He constantly comes up with reasons to stay in touch. Turns up at really inconvenient times, and even caught her delete. I I've even caught her deleting intimate videos and photos of them taken when they were together, which he has resent. Oh, okay, so that's not her fault in the sense of him resent them. It's her fault that this guy has not got the fucking message to like fuck the fuck off. Like, why is he hovering around? Like, yeah, your relationship's not gonna be able to grow. He's like Japanese, not weed. He's just, you're, you're, it's not going to happen. You've got to rip this guy out. And if your missus isn't willing to rip this guy out, and I don't care what the connection is, if he's doing shit like this, he's got to go. It's either me or him. Real talk, it has to be me or him. I'm not doing this third guy in the relationship. That's this and fuck off. We have kids and they're calling him uncle. No, not a chance. Because he's, he's not behaving like a mate. Sending videos. But I still don't know how you saw the video. And she's deleted it. It's not like she saved it to clouds. I mean, so let's see. He's clearly trying to win her back, but she is too nice to cut ties. Yeah, then, mate, you might have to cut ties with her. And because they still share a cat, fucking dog. Because I'm not a pet person. Like, one of my mates has got a dog with his ex. He's, like, married and his wife's cool because they're not trying to fuck each other, right? But he's got a dog with his ex. So he's almost like a kid. And I guess if you do have a pet, you should treat it like a family member. So I won't shit on that. It's just, I'm not a pet person. So it's like, if it's not a kid, and if it's not legally binding thing like property, then I don't really need to talk to you. But if you've got a pet, then I guess you do. I guess you do have to talk. All right, fine, fine, fine. Um, One night, when we were enjoying a little foreplay, there was a loud banging at the door. It was my fiance's ex yelling for her. He locked himself out of his flat. My fiance has a key because she checks on the cat when he's away. I'm 30. My fiance's 28. His her ex is 26. Young. She'd recently split with her controlling boyfriend when we first met. So he didn't have enough time. He's still in a relationship with her. That's what that's what's happened there. Over the following months, I made sure I was there for her to talk to and suggested she should also open up to her family. We got together a year ago and she recently moved in with me. She's absolutely brilliant and we are so happy together, but her ex ex still hounds her. He followed us after I picked her up from work one night. He now bangs on our door saying the cat's sick or his car is broken down or he cries saying he wants her back. He's invading our life and causing arguments. Mate, just beat the shit out of him. No, you just got to beat him up. Just beat him up. Just sorry. You just got to beat him up. I know that's not the way to do it. I know violence is the answer. But you just got to beat him up. The way he's behaving, he's not behaving like a guy who's he's just going to take your girl. He's, he's a weasley little pussy old. So just beat him up, mate. Just don't hit him in the head. Just hit him below the waist. Use some kind of sports equipment. Cricket bat. Golf club, tennis racket, hockey stick. All those things work. Go from behind. Because it's not a fight. You're, you're trying to hurt him. Hit him really hard in the legs. He goes down and just keep whacking him across the legs. And, and just let him see your face. Listen, mate. Fuck off. Just fuck off. Just don't come round us again, you fucking prick. And you just say that to him. And so you just take the cat, take the cat, your missus likes the cat, take the cat, 
You know, give us the fucking cat. Prick. You throw his spare key in his face. Have that. Prick. And you do all that and then it's sorted. I mean, yeah, the, you'll call the police and you'll get nicked and you'll go away. And then she'll visit you and then she'll stop visiting you. And then you'll look on Facebook from your, from your cell and you see they're back together again. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, but yeah, it just needs to be addressed, doesn't it? Needs to be addressed. Uh, but no, you, you need to put it on your missus, to be fair. I know she's a nice girl, but put it on her. Look, this has to end. T- and grass, snitch, tell her parents. And if her parents give a hint of, well, you know what Tom's like. Like, if they give that, it's like done. Just, just fuck it all off. Because they're all enablers. So just fuck them all off. Right? That's my advice. Okay, people, that's the end of the pod. I'm going indoors. Peace.